All right. Welcome to the Market Smarter Sell More podcast presented by the Hayes Group. I am your host, Andy Barnett, joined as always by my co-host, the man who puts Hayes in Hayes Group, the director of director, directoring, director of directoring. <laughs> I like directoring. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. That's uh, the new title. That's the new title. Yeah. Director of directoring, Mr. Ah, Hayes. Welcome to the vidcast. <laughs> that's right. Welcome to the vidcast. <laughs> so what's up today, man? How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm waiting for this weather to turn around and get a little bit nicer outside. Feeling good, uh, Lewis? Yeah, feeling good. Looking good, Ralph. Feeling good, Art. Art, that's it. Looking I knew, good, I knew it was Ralph. Feeling good, Art. Feeling good, Art. Uh, that's right. You uh, watch any good new shows lately? Gosh, no, I haven't. Uh, I kind of, I've been uh, watching a series that a buddy of mine shared with me uh, called Northern Exposure, you know, back in the, Oh, back in the day, way back. In yeah. The yeah. Day. It's got a lot of big actors in it. <clears throat> so prior to this year, there was no, sorry, there was no streaming uh, service that actually had Northern Exposure on it. What's it on now? It's on Amazon, but you oh, have to buy it. So it's, <clears throat> it's not free. Oh. So I bought the first couple of seasons and I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's, it's one of those shows. It's super easy to watch. Yeah, right, it's right. got all the likely characters. Exactly. It. It's not too heavy. Like you're just like, yeah. look, I just want to watch something and not have to think about it too much. Yes. Or, yeah. 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 That's a much easier way to do it. I find it's so hard to, and I've done it. Don't get me wrong. I've done it to pay for anything on these streaming. We have a billion free shows from everything. From yeah. Zuby to Tubi to you know like I get there's it. so many free options Crackle. and if I, yeah exactly <laughs> and, and if I pay for something my wife's like what are you doing yes like, are you kidding I mean we still get have regular cable and have all those channels too like oh my gosh what are we doing well you have to have if you have if you're already paying for HBO then you know it, it, the app's free then you know you don't have to pay for extra in any of those so I tried to do the math before cutting the cable won't work for me I watch too many sports. Well, I mean, cutting the cable is more expensive than cable. Yeah. And now, yeah. right, yeah, with all these services. Yeah, because you got to get each individual service. Yeah, and, you I, know. I think, you know, the two, probably a couple of the most popular out there is uh, Fubo, right? That's yeah. Minimum plans, 75 bucks a month plus their tax and everything. Jeez, yeah. It's 90 something. Uh, and then uh, YouTube TV, and it also starts at like 75 and with taxes. Yeah. And, their local service fees and all that stuff. Yeah. It's 90 bucks. Right. So it's like, eh, I don't know that I'm really saving anything anymore. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess the only other option, you know, since we're sports fans, you're familiar with this, you know, when the game NFL games are on Sunday, you got, if you don't have local TV through a cable or, you know, streaming service subscription, <clears throat> your only option is to, you know, hack it with a Reddit link, you know, yeah. or a streaming service. I thought you were going to say go down to the local bar, but, oh, you, but go, you're right. Go to the bar where you're locked into, I wasn't you know, $6 beers. I was going right? to say, I wasn't going to admit it. I was definitely going to hack it. But yeah. I thought for the sake of a podcast, we would just hey. say, oh, we're going to go to a local establishment. We're not the only ones. I know <laughs> we're right. not. That's right. We like sports. <laughs> or, you know, the, the other option is you get over the air antenna, which yeah. stinks. Oh, right? it's horrible. Yeah. It, it, it's never a good picture. So. Just like watching when I would watch IU basketball games back in the late 80s, early 90s. It was like, when you see video of that, you're like, you can't even tell who the players were. Right. You I mean, even you can't see. even see that Bob threw but, a chair. Yes, right. right. <laughs> but you didn't know what you're missing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yes. didn't know what, you didn't know how how clear quality and how amazing it is yeah. the, what the at-home experience now is just off the charts. All right. We are going to jump in to our segment that, uh, that remains to be named at a later date. Um, 
that used to be called the, the artist formerly known as Ask the Expert. And then afterwards, we are going to uh, bring on a guest. We got an exciting guest for you today. So, but let's start with something that I've heard you mention many times in meetings before. Um, and I know what it means, but I think for the, our listeners, uh, you refer to the phrase as, you know, a, 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 maybe it's a business or, or you know, whatever the case is, a, a beautiful billboard at the end of a dead end road. Mm-hmm. Um, explain a little bit for the listeners what you mean by that, what that, what yeah, that term I mean, is and like, how it relates to kind of what, what we do. I think the overarching thing, if you put it in the context of marketing, what is marketing supposed to do? right? You're supposed to have a good message and get it in front of the right people at the right time. And that's really what the objective is. Sounds super simple. But what what we see happening, you know, with the people coming in, generally speaking, is that they <clears throat> might have a really good looking website or really good looking marketing pieces, but they haven't figured out yet how to get it in front of the right people at the right time and yeah. where those people are hanging out. So mm-hmm. they may not have identified their ideal, you know, client profile and you know, putting that message in front of them at the right right place in the right time. And so that's what I mean by it, which is, Hey, if you've got this beautiful website or these beautiful marketing pieces, nobody sees it. (laughs) Does it have any value? No, it's like a billboard at a dead end road. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense. And I think it's such a great, uh, I don't know if that's a, uh, um, I don't know the appropriate, uh, English language terminology for what that is. Is that an alliteration or, uh, um, for, no, I like a, that that phrase, like a beautiful billboard at the end of a dead, you know, dead end road. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> hey, we'll figure something it out later. English, yeah. We'll, next episode, maybe we'll we'll <laughs> yeah. report back. Remember when we were talking about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. It, I you know. I I think it might be an alliteration. Because <laughs> I, I think, uh, well, I think the it, people that do know are screaming at us yeah, right now. Like, like shut up, idiots. idiots. You are idiots. You might know marketing, <laughs> yeah, but you don't right. know anything about great. Yeah, right. Forget yeah, the English right. language. Because yeah. I, I always thought an alliteration was like, it had to be the same letter, like, you know, BBB, like better business because whatever, yeah. you know, I thought that was an alliteration. Uh, that could very well be the case. <laughs> I might be wrong. I don't know. Maybe that's an onomatopoeia so, or whatever yeah, that's right. is. <laughs> that's right. I'm onomatopoeia. Or she wrote in on. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. Anyways, I think it's a great. Anyway, dis- we, we don't do grammar, but our copywriters do. I promise right. you that. They're, they're really good. And and uh, we do marketing great, but uh, English language, not so much. Uh, but no, I think it's a great explanation for people that, uh, you know, it, it it really is exactly what it sounds like. You know, you, 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 like you said, you can have the prettiest website with all the bells and whistles, but if nobody's seeing it, it's irrelevant. Yeah. You know, at least it's pretty, I guess it's a nice little beautiful billboard that no one will ever see because it's the end of a dead end road. So, yep. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That is our segment that is not called ask the expert. Um, so we will be back <laughs> with our guest after this. Later. Midwest Business Funding. Owning or starting a business can be challenging enough without having to worry about cash flow and funding challenges. At Midwest Business Funding, these folks are incredible at getting businesses the funding needed to take that next step or compensate for an unexpected lull in cash flow. Whether you need equipment financing or you're ready to expand with real estate lending, they match you up with the right solutions for your business. They also offer invoice factoring and quick capital loans so you can mitigate risk and get the funding you need. Reach out today and talk to the helpful folks at Midwest Business Funding. Okay, now we're on. All right. 
Welcome back to the Market Smarter Sell More podcast. We are now joined by our guest, Bob Payton, with the growth coach of North Indianapolis. Did I get that right? All right. Bob, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, well, you know what? First, before we jump into stuff, we have to thank Bob for coming back a second time. Yeah. He actually was our very first guest, and we completely biffed the audio (laughs) and messed it all up. He spent a great, had a great episode. We messed up the audio, so he was kind enough to come back and join us. We appreciate that, Bob. Um, so it's a good uh, time had by all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was <laughs> fun. Yeah, <laughs> but we do have the audio going this time, so so right. we're good. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? You bet. You know the usual question, right? So simple answers: collaboration with business owners and their leadership teams to achieve the goals that the owner wants for the business. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, um, that takes a lot of shapes and forms. Uh, sometimes it's one-on-one exec coaching with the owner themselves or their leadership team, mm-hmm. either one-on-one or as a group. Um, and then it also sometimes then veers into what I would call, uh, extraneous things. And I call marketing is a good example, right? Every owner has weaknesses. Uh, every business has weaknesses and we try and identify those and bolster up those weaknesses and then double down on the strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start with that upfront assessment of the whole business, uh, from every function, kind of every angle, even what I call the basic business engine that we may talk about today, but, um, literally what drives profitability or what doesn't drive profitability and get to that nut mm-hmm. um, and then set a plan in place for them so that they have a plan for them as an owner for what they want the business to do for them. Sure. Um, and again, that can look different at the end, right? It could be exit, could be sale, could be transfer, could be ESOP, could be whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Give it to my kids or whatever. So knowing what that end plan is for each of those uh, owners and sometimes it's partners, right? And mm-hmm. Trying to navigate that as yeah. well. Um, that will dictate the plan they put in place. And so that's where we spend our time. Mm-hmm. So, that's what yeah. I do. So there's a lot of coaches in the marketplace. There is. So I've noticed there's quite a difference in your approach to sure. several others in the marketplace. Can you talk a little bit about what makes your approach unique? Yeah. And I, and I like the word collaborative, right? I'm, you got one up here, right? Whiteboard. I love mm-hmm. whiteboards. Um, I'm, I'm not a stand up in front of you all the time and preach to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's very much this style, um, yeah. very conversational, very real and gritty. I don't mind getting my hands dirty. Um, I love pouring. I call the, one of the things I do typically up front is pull their P&Ls mm-hmm. um, and uh, hint, uh, if I ask you for a P&L and you can't produce it, hint number one. Right? <laughs> right. So it's a, it's a matter of, you know, do they have a grasp on what's happening in the business financially? Uh, and we'll start there. That's one of the obviously big key components is what what is the numbers telling the owner uh and sometimes they know sometimes they don't mm-hmm. um and so in terms of difference it's it's you know maybe a more comprehensive comprehensive assessment yeah but really there from the plan standpoint it's a little bit of an iterative process it is not i'm going to shove you through a sausage machine mm-hmm. uh, every client i have is different and i approach them different um, so I'm not, you know, six steps to greatness or whatever, yeah. right? It, it, right. Well, I you just, know, I don't find that works because if they had to, if their, if their biggest challenge is step five, yeah. why would I wait six months to talk about step five? Right. right. So, well, well, people are unique and you should approach them uniquely, you know, and, and they all have different strengths and weaknesses and, and, you know, it's obviously your job you're, you're finding and identifying those things and and uh correct you know and coaching them on how they can how they can improve yeah. those things and some you know and sometimes big thing is mindset of the owner themselves are they mm-hmm. really thinking as an owner 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know how this goes. You may have even felt that in early days of when you start a business, you know the business, you know the thing, whatever that thing is. Plumbers, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they'll just pick a plumber, right? Yeah. They know plumbing. They get tired of working for the man. They go work their own business, you know, start their own business. The next yeah. thing they know, they got 10 guys, 10 trucks, yeah. <laughs> and a whole lot of, you know, accounts receivable and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden they have to market. They have to do all this other stuff. And that's mm-hmm. not plumbing. Yeah. And so I, you know, I joke, I think it may still be on my LinkedIn is they know the business, but they don't know the business. Yeah. And so that's that sweet spot where mm-hmm. they've kind of been around long enough to have some scars. Um, you know, I don't focus on startups as an example, because yeah. they don't kind of play by the rules anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens in the next five years. <laughs> you know, money's kind of dried up, but, um, but, you know, if they've been around and, you know, I call it, you know, five to 15, 20, 25 employees in that mm-hmm. space where they've, they got to a certain heft, mm-hmm. uh, but yet they want more. Um, and that's kind of where I come in. So sure. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, what, what drove you to, you know, if you give a little, you know, brief synopsis on your background, what, what drove you to, yeah. you know, to want to do this? Yeah. How long, how long do you have? No. <laughs> um, uh, hey, we can cut it. You I'll, can talk yeah, all night. We'll I'll, cut it. <laughs> I'll short it. I'll short it up as fast as I can. Um, I was a longtime corporate guy, right? So a lot of us mm-hmm. came from a corporate world. Um, the good part of it, well, I'll start with the bad part. The bad part is it's a corporate mess, and the bureaucracy, <laughs> right, uh, and all those kind yeah. of things. Uh, what I did learn, though, was how to uh, develop and lead teams uh, and to achieve really big goals with what I would call sometimes maybe not even the quote unquote the best people. Mm-hmm. In a corporate space, sometimes you just have to go with what you have. And I always joke that there's probably two or three times in that 20 plus years that I had an island of misfit toys, right? Sure. I just, I mean, sometimes you grab people that, you know, they may be heading out the door, right? Mm -hmm. But I need a body and we need to get certain things done. Um, So I learned to one, adapt a lot. I learned how to read people. I learned how to motivate people. Mm -hmm. I learned how to get people to get along with each other to the extent possible, but then to achieve an actual goal that was people would say, oh, you're never going to get that done, yeah. which I love those. But yeah. Challenge accepted. I'll, sh- I'll show you. Yeah. That's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and so that background provides a lot of material, if you want to call it that, and experience that mm-hmm. does apply to small businesses. Sometimes a small business, you know, you've never worked in a small Yes. But I don't want you to be small forever. Yeah. Right. But I also know what too much bureaucracy is. Right. I know what it means to have a manual that's this thick and it's telling you what time to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, not helpful. Right. So I learned over time, one, what the what the balance was. Um, and then even in the second half of the corporate space, I worked with a lot of small suppliers in, mm-hmm. in my case. And um, and I learned one, these these people worked extremely hard. I mean, just mm-hmm. salt of the earth, grinding it out, making it happen. And I always felt that one, we as a corporate entity, whichever one I worked for, almost put them at a disadvantage. And it really irritated me, mm-hmm. to be frank. Yeah. Um, sure. So over time, when I exited out of the corporate space, I really do have a heart for a smaller or medium sized business that, and I, I call them kind of the forgotten businesses, right? Mm-hmm. You drive by them every day, nobody thinks about them. Sure. Right? And, but they're, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it just became a, a passion. Uh, but I, I, I ran my own contracting business, uh, uh, engineering and supply chain work for a long time. Um, and I know it's not easy. I mean, I had 20 plus subcontractors working for me at one mm-hmm. point, engineering and supply chain things. And to keep track of just that alone 
wow. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's a big freaking deal. Right. Uh, payroll, accounts receivable, accounts payable, uh, all those kind of things. Uh, just the simple things that, you know, business owners take for granted and do that most bigger entities don't even think about, mm -hmm. right? They've, they've grown to a size they don't have to worry about. They got a payroll department. Right. Yeah. Well, when you're the payroll department, right? <laughs> yeah. that's what uh -huh. it works. Um, and so during that process, and this was probably 2017 and 18, um, I really got tired, honestly, of the operational day-to-day -day things. Uh, I've been mm -hmm. there, done that. And I got more joy out of what I call the conversations after five o'clock. Yeah. So I'd get pulled into an office. I'd get pulled into a bar, mm -hmm. whatever bar stool. Yeah. So sit here and I don't need to talk to you. Uh -huh. And we would talk about people problems, leadership problems, financial problems, and mm -hmm. all those kind of things. And I found I really enjoyed those conversations way more than the daytime. Sure. And so circumstances, the way it happened, all that through 17 and 18, coaching kind of became the prime mm -hmm. on my own. And then I bought the franchise in the middle of 19. Um, been doing that okay. ever since. So, what do you wish you knew? <clears throat> um, what do you wish you knew now that you didn't know then? From a business owner standpoint? Yeah. For my own? Uh-huh. Uh, like when you started doing that, what would you do differently if you could, if you, you know, had the opportunity to do it all again? Let's just say that you're restarting right now. Right now. Uh -huh. Yeah. I would have surrounded myself with really good people really fast. Yeah. Just partners. Just uh -huh. like, you know, we have this, right? right? I mean, we talk all the time. Yeah. Um, I didn't do that at the beginning because mm -hmm. you're, it, it's almost, it seems antithetical, right? I'm, I'm starting a business. Yeah. I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to prove them wrong uh -huh. and all those kind of things. And it's that good energy is great, but all of a sudden you find yourself by yourself. Sure. And I, I would definitely change that up front. Yeah. Cause like literally, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't do this. And I learned over time, you know, I'll call it, it humbles you when sure. right stuff happens. Yes. Right. Um, and then you need those people and they mm -hmm. need you same way. We all have dips and Mm -hmm. It's the roller coaster type of thing. And, yeah. and when sure. you hit that bottom, it would be really nice if you had a group of people yeah. around you that can just pull you up by your bootstraps, mm -hmm. and, right? Your belt. Exactly. And, and give you way. encouragement and help you forward. Correct. Yeah. And, but then also call you out for stupidity. Yes. Right? We all make dumb things. Sure. Right? Why in the world did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And right. don't let me do it again. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. that's probably what I would change the most up front. Mm -hmm. so. All right. Let's jump over to personal stuff. All yeah. right. Great. So it sounds it sounds like he's got an answer now to the question he didn't have before. I do. So okay, yeah. What, so what really you thought about the theme song, right? Yes. When, well, yeah, or yeah. soundtrack is. Yeah. So yeah. Bob and I talked about this earlier. So we're, I'm kind of cheating. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to ask a leading question. <laughs> All right. Yeah, lead right into it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if you had to pick one song that kind of defined you, what what would that be? Oh, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that yeah. was the question. <laughs> that's right. It still applies. Right. It's, uh, it's yeah. Foo Fighters, my hero. Uh, okay. Right? Yeah. And, and I, I was looking through literally, what do I listen to? Uh huh. Because I drive to Purdue and back. And so I got an hour each way. Sure. And so I do a lot of podcasts and then listen to music. And that was one that was in the top five. Um, and I, I, I like the, uh, I, I looked up actually the genesis of the, the lyrics. And a lot of people said it was about Kurt Cobain or something, et cetera. And uh -huh. uh, it was a girl, Dave Grohl. Yeah. yeah. He said, no, that's not really what it is. It's really about what I call the ordinary man, mm -hmm. right? I'm an ordinary guy. I'm not, you know, there's a lot of people and, you know, Adam and I've talked about this in the past that, um, you know, when you look at the landscape of business owners and business, you know, there's I'll call it people that I'll call it, they have the suit, uh -huh. the thing, right. And they're shiny and it's you know kind of on the sexy end or whatever you want to call it. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not any of that. And so, but there's an entire group of people that kind of get ignored 
and I, you know, not in a bad way. It's just they're quiet. I'm a, I'm an introvert. I don't uh -huh. always speak up, and I'm not in the limelight. Doing this is right in the limelight. Yes. Yeah. Um, but there's people that are way more natural at that. They get more attention because they're more mm -hmm. outgoing, if you want to call it that. Sure. Um, I'm more introverted and more relationship based. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, anything that talks about what I'll call just the ordinary guy that's literally, you know, lunch pail, I'll call it, right? Going yeah. to work, doing his thing, doing our, providing for his family. Um, you know, I do what I do because I want my family to have, a, you know, a good life and my wife to be happy. Right, right? exactly. Yes, that's right? that's always end, top of the list. That's why, why you do anything. usually yeah. is, right? Uh -huh. um, and so when I, I literally, I drive around and I look and I'm looking around and I'm thinking who owns that business and yeah. does anybody know who they are? Yeah. Right? yeah. Those kind of things. And so it really kind of speaks both to myself and then even kind of my client base in some ways. Sure. Well, I don't know about you, but I consider myself in the sexy group. Ooh. Really? So just so based off of, you know, right. my, my sheer sex appeal just oozing off of me yeah. Yeah. at all times. I mean, I don't know. I'm, other people, you know, I might put myself in a different group and they'll be like, no, you're definitely in the sexy group. So. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to put yourself It's a good category to be in. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have good you know? companies. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you enjoy yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I know what it's time for. Oh. It's time to spin the wheel. It's time to spin oh, the wheel. That's true. I forgot that. That's beautiful. beautiful. Let's let's spin the wheel. Let's do it. I love it. I, you jump into this earlier on. I, like I love it. it. Right. I, I mean, your finger was itching over there. I saw I, it. Was. It, was it was. I know. I can't help myself. I gotta get to it. You can't contain yourself. I even forget what it is. But I oh, here it is. Oh, important. Prepare to be surprised. Then. Okay, no, you can look. You know, we probably should have some fancy music here or something. Yeah, we should. That's exactly right. Where's my hero? Okay, yeah, it's a good topic for This is a great topic. See, there is music. Yeah. Guys, come on. Uh-huh. I, I think our producer is probably going to complain that that wasn't into the mic. Yeah. It was yeah. through the TV. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Sorry. It's true. Okay, so that's a topic. What's the question? Yeah. Well, uh, your, your thoughts. Just yeah. riff on it. What do you think? Is, is it helpful to businesses? Is it harmful? Oh, probably both. Yeah, it's a little both. And you guys you know, know my general philosophy. Uh, I rarely do selfies mm -hmm. as an example right and there are again people your who, selfies are in the form of coffee cups i was going to say every morning i look forward to my bob post on linkedin yes. of where you're at and what cup of coffee yes. you've had and i'll and i'll tell you the genesis behind that is literally um i noticed that other people were doing video right video mm -hmm. yeah. became big versus pictures and so a lot of my coffees are not pictures they're actually videos and oh. you see the wafting and you know, all that stuff oh. but it was like okay i'm here um, I do drink a lot of coffee and I, I meet a lot of people in coffee shops and other places. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought, um, and I'd sat with a coach and talked about what do I want people to know about me? Right. What, what do I want them to really know about myself and how, what's it like to interface with me? Mm -hmm. And I had a whole bunch of words and, you know, authenticity and you know, some other big words like that. Right. But one of the words that kept popping up that I finally put on the whiteboard uh, during the session is coffee. I said, that's, probably a pretty good description of me Yeah, is it is the style. I'm a casual style. I'm not Mr. Formal, right? I can be when I need to be, but, um, 
but I'm also not fufu coffee. Right. Yeah. I do add cream and sugar, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's like it, it, it created this thing. And I said, well, I'll just start taking a, a picture or a video of every time I'm somewhere and having coffee. And I, um, sometimes I'll mention who I'm with. I did that last yeah, week, right? Yeah. This week. Um, and sometimes I won't, which, you know, I, I just trying to have fun with it, but mm -hmm. it's not me. I'm not taking a picture of me. I find yeah. that just over, right? Yeah. It's too right. Much, That's right? self-promotion. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, I, you know, I know I probably should do that more, but I just wasn't comfortable with it. So, but I thought I need to, I do need to tell people what I'm doing, where I'm at. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I've used it for. Uh, and I get, I mean, this is probably two years in, mm -hmm. right? And now I am known as the coffee guy. I, I've had so many people. I enjoy it. The coffee guy, right? Yeah. Um, and, and there's a few of us, we've got, you know, I call it, uh, between the coffee itself and being at Rosie's, mm -hmm. which, you know, we get Rosie's, Noblesville, Carmel, and Zionsville, by the way. Um, <laughs> this podcast out, is sponsored by yeah, Rosie's. Right? Right? Yeah. I haven't earned the, you know, the plaque on the bench yet. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, coming. I'm, I'm yeah. going to earn it. Um, 100 more coffees. <laughs> but there's a few of us that have the friendly banter, which uh -huh. in the social media world is actually a positive thing, right? It's just exposure mm -hmm. and that's fine. And so I like, I like that it's, it's not in your face. Uh -huh. And if you want to have fun with it, it's good. And otherwise it just tells people that I'm out and about. Now they probably go, my God, do you have a lot of meetings at coffee shops? Do you get anything done besides drink coffee, Bob? <laughs> I've had that <laughs> yeah. question asked and the answer is yeah, because it's not every day. You uh -huh. know, it may seem like it, yeah. which is good. Um, so I, I don't know, it just became a thing and I mm -hmm. just stuck with it. And it, I think it fits kind of my style. So right. yeah. Well, yeah. what do you think the negatives of, you know, as far as social media, oh, I think we could probably all immediately time. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can, mm -hmm. get, you can get lost. Yeah. Right. I mean, everybody does it. All of a sudden you're on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever. Like how'd I get here? Two hours later. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's like everything else, the positive, it can become a negative. And then, you know, you and I even talked about one this morning mm -hmm. or this afternoon yes. about how people do it sometimes. Um, I, I just find it not distasteful. It's not the right word, but just gross. I mean, mm -hmm. like, come on. Right. Right. Yeah, They're right. not being real right. or yeah. transparent. Well, yeah. Right. Lack and of it, authenticity. Yeah. One of the, Correct. the, the neatest psychological images that I've seen on social media was <clears throat> if you imagine a mirror yes, and in the reflection of the mirror is a perfect apple. Yes. But from the perspective of sitting back here, there's a bite out of the apple. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's the perfect yes, analogy for social media. Is right. You're only seeing what people want you to see. Absolutely. Not, right. The good stuff. I, exactly. Yeah, right. It's very rare, right? Someone will be so authentic to, and every once in a while you'll see them. Yeah. But then I also go, well, that goes out like that everybody. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is that even necessary? I don't know. Right? Yeah. Cause, I, because I'm, then it's like, okay, you know, that was interesting, but now you're dumping your emotional baggage on, on other people, everybody. right? Correct. Yeah. So it's and then like, the opposite problem the movie of with Jim Carrey. everything looks perfect. And then now everybody is like, well, if they're authentic and, and they're that perfect, look at me. I, I've got this gap between Correct. where they are and where I Which am. And totally now I'm feeling right? inadequate, right? So, I mean, I, and I tell anytime I'm talking to groups of people, I, I talked to a group of Purdue students last night. Um, everybody has bags of poo. Right? Yes, yeah. everybody. And uh -huh. if you pretend you don't, I find that disingenuous. Yes, right. It's just everybody's got it, you know, right? Imposter syndrome or what? I mean, anything uh -huh. you can think of. Everybody's got stuff. Mm -hmm. So why don't we just talk about it and deal with it and help each other, right? Um, and quit trying to be so pretty. I'll call yes. it. Right. I yeah, just, yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys hit two words. You know, uh, uh, you know, the inauthentic and disingenuous are yeah. both. That's my big take on it. I think it can be very. Uh, helpful 
in, in many yeah, different sure. forms. But on the flip side of that, I mean, you we're connected with people we knew in elementary school. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, you, you would have never known what's going on in their lives. And it's cool to see their lives and their families and yeah. what they've done and the places they've been. That's all cool. But, you know, when you're watching the video of the person who's saying, here's what I did today, and they're showing all the steps. Well, who set up the camera? I eat Chinese the, food. Yeah, yeah. Eat, yeah okay. right. Congrats. That's cool. Great. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe, I, you know, the, maybe I'm doing the same thing and I don't know it. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So, I, I, you know, yes, I think there's intent behind it too. And then there's also frequency. Yeah. Right? It doesn't need to be every three minutes. Yeah. Right. It just doesn't. Yes. Um, and then, you know, you get into voyeurism almost. And yeah. I'm just not interested. That yeah. Much. You're just kind of yeah. watching people from the outside. How about you just live your life? You know what I mean? How about That's... we get together and have a cup of coffee, talk to each yeah, other. Yeah. Right. Look, each, yeah. look at each other. Have a yeah. conversation. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you wonder how much of social media happens from the bathroom. Oh, right. oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, is it 80%? That's probably it. Could, it, it you know? could be, yeah, it could yeah. be. If you count my kids, they're yeah. in there 45 minutes yeah. a piece. And, you talk, know. talk about bags of poo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> real stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, but, you know, in the end, is it a necessary evil? Maybe. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would never tell a business not to be on social media. Exactly. Right. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it, it, how else would you ever get that much experience? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit of time and money. Yep. Maybe more money, right? But I mean, but you got to do it right and you got to do it that fits with what you want, not what everybody else is doing. And that's, I don't like chasing the Joneses, I'll call it. It's mm -hmm. just sure. not productive. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a friend, I won't say any names, who I mentioned something about keeping up with the Joneses. And he mentioned, like, man, you don't have to do that. You don't have to try to keep. And I said, that's because you are the Joneses, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you are the Jones. Did he look at you like, yeah, like oh my no, god, you're right? The beauty of him. I love the guy. He has no idea he's the June Joneses. Yeah. And Did he, he never have the self-realization though that oh I my god, I don't right. think so. I think Seriously? he's just drifted that's through funny. life and everything's just kind of kind of gone wow. his way. And that's awesome. Good for him. That's great. He's very authentic and and you know, he just just a little oblivious to the fact that, you know, you've always been the Joneses. And good for you, man. Right. Like, great, good job. So <laughs> trust funds are great. That's that's right. Oh, yeah. So hey, before we before we jump out of here, first of all, thanks again oh, thanks for joining for us. You, um, it's been awesome, and and you're obviously going to be back with us several more times. So I've got um, a couple questions, and Bob yeah. and I are probably going to host a few shows together. Great, great, yeah. awesome, awesome. Yeah, and 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 uh, I want to make sure he's able to plug. You know, where can people find you other than drinking coffee all over town? Rosie's where can in they find <laughs> number twenty seven? Yeah. 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 Uh, and we'll put them on the screen too. We'll make sure that people have yeah, your sure. address. But if you want to, you know, you're on all the social yeah, platforms. I mean, if you and type in the growth coach, even Indianapolis, uh -huh. North Indianapolis, it'll pop up in Google, right? Awesome. Um, you know, LinkedIn, it's Robert Payton, I think, mm -hmm. um, just to keep the spammers off. Um, yeah. You know. um, but yeah, I mean, LinkedIn is pretty much where I, sp I maybe have a Facebook page. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I gave up Twitter. You know, yeah. those kind of things. Yeah. So it, it's literally just type in Bob Payton, the growth coach. Okay. You'll find it on Google. One, awesome. la one last question for yeah. you. What are the top three things that uh, should jog people's memories to think of calling you? Oh, man. Uh, great question. Wow. Wouldn't expect it now. Um, <laughs> we got him again. <laughs> I, call, I call him maybe uh, one, definitely, and it may cover a few, is what I call inflection points or change, right? Transition points. Um, Typically, the, the businesses that I work with and the owners I work with reach a certain point and kind of either they get stuck. That's kind of a, I haven't decided whether I like that word yet or not, but uh, maybe it is. Mm -hmm. um, or they reach a really point 
in their business life span that says, okay, this, what I, what I did in the past isn't probably going to work in the future. Typically that is, and as an example, when, you know, let's just say you had three people start a business like us right here, we started a business. We're all around this table. We grew to five. We're still around the table. All of a sudden we got six or seven. The table gets crowded a little tight. Now uh -huh. I got 10 and they can't fit around the table. Mm -hmm. That's a transition, right? And all of a sudden we have layer, we have another layer. Mm -hmm. uh, and so sometimes that typically happens in the 10 employee space. Um, and then when you get to a 20 and then maybe a 20 to a 50, and all of a sudden you have three layers and you hadn't even really thought about it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it is before that happens, right? They kind of come to the realization that, okay, this is good, right? It's growth, but with that growth comes some pain. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I jokingly call it adolescence. And that is exactly what it's like. You have, if you're going to grow from 10 to 50, let's say, um, you will go through adolescence. There is no way to skip it. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be painful. Um, there will be, uh, yelling, right? Your yeah. leadership, you know, people will quit, um, out, et cetera. And you can minimize that damage by, you know, working it up front I'll call mm -hmm. it, and, and having a good, robust plan and a good strategy. Sure. Um, if you just let it happen, stuff will happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then, but they also maybe get to that 50 and they look back and go, Oh, we should never like 10 things we really messed up on. Yeah. And that's where the gaps start really being identified, right? We just went so fast and now we're here. Uh, now I haven't looked at my PL in six months. Hmm. I know I have cash in the bank, but I don't, you know, but I'm growing so fast. I may have to buy trucks or I may have to buy a bulldozer. I mm -hmm. mean, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. And I don't even know if I can get a loan because I haven't talked to a banker. I haven't established a relationship. I don't know what my numbers are telling me. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, I don't even know what I need to provide. Right. Cor yeah. Correct. Or I found myself in a business that has three prongs, I'll call it three prong mm -hmm. lines or something like that. And why do so I just do? And I don't know if any three are more profitable than the other. Uh, and mm -hmm. one, and what we typically find out is like one of those three is really sucking the wind out of the business. Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. Doing it only because they have, mm -hmm. and it's really them putting a strategy in place that says, are you going to fix that? Or are you going to drop it? Or are you going to do something else? And that's mm -hmm. what, that's what I call those inflection points. So it's really kind of, okay. you know, that's, mm -hmm. it's probably if that's three and one, I'll call it, yeah. <laughs> but it, it kind of encompasses different mm -hmm. situations. And sometimes that is leadership teams, you know, mm -hmm. uh, got a great client right now that, um, they've grown really fast and they have a really young leadership team mm -hmm. and it became really obvious. Uh, and the struggle was getting that young leadership team to collaborate and actually talk to each other and work together mm -hmm. to solve a problem yeah. versus coming to the boss for the answer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and it's not a slow process. Right? Yeah. It takes a lot of work because it's, it's really hard to pin your fingers down on do these six steps and the magic it right. doesn't work that way. So we've been like we're six months in, got another six months, kind of a monthly session that we go through. And I put them through various exercises and all those kind of things, right? And situations where mm -hmm. they literally have to work together and then figure out Good. what it's like. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, so every one of those is different, but they're typically what I'll call those inflection points for sure. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Great. We appreciate it. Awesome. I got Thanks, one guys. question. We, we may leave this in. Yeah. Okay. So what, per, what percentage I, I'm asking a leading question. What percentage of your work is people growth versus business growth? Ooh, uh, probably 50, 50. Awesome. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty half and half and it, mm -hmm. and it does change also in time. 
right? So we may start off with kind of the business side and then it mm -hmm. develops into people or we may start with people and then it develops into the business. Cool. Yeah. So I again, can see overlap uh, there. Yeah. Are you going to have well, tons of overlap? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. in the end, numbers are numbers. And I don't, you know, I don't prescribe to the everything is numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in the end, numbers don't lie. Yeah. And uh, some coach, a football coach, basically says the tape never lies. The tape never yeah, lies, uh -huh. and your track record never lies. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you keep telling me when I look at your P and L and you're losing money every quarter, that we're right on the edge, right? We're almost there, but your numbers don't. Right? <laughs> You've been telling the same story. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. And then, and typically, um, I mean, if every once in a while I have an, an owner who really knows their numbers, but I would tell you, eighty percent of the time they they kind of know their bank account. What they don't know is what the numbers are telling them. Mm -hmm. And they haven't really spent time you know, of all the people that would probably not think of it, right? Would be, I want you to spend time with those numbers. Yeah. And I want you to tell me the story that it's telling you. Mm -hmm. And they really haven't sat and thought about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it does, it gets into really nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. I mean, things like, is every salesperson I have producing Numbers, mm -hmm. you know, the PL won't even tell you that, right? It's just right. It tells you a top line. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so you have to dig one layer. Dig into those. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, you know, we talk about, you know, I think it's gazelles, it's profit per X. What is the thing that's going to drive profit for your business? And if mm -hmm. you can't figure what that one thing is, get a nut. I call it, this work, call mm -hmm. it the basic business engine. It is literally what is the one thing you have to produce profit with and produce mm -hmm. at a rate every day, every month, every week. And if you don't know what that is, we can help you figure it out. Because if you don't, then you don't know what lever to pull, yeah. right, to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah, it's about 50-50. And then that then leads, okay, once maybe we figure that out, now do you have the right people in place to make all that happen? Yep. Yeah. Right. Cool. Awesome. Good Thanks, question. man. Awesome. Appreciate welcome. you coming Thanks back. Me. Appreciate yeah. it. Anytime. We'll see you again. Well, anytime. anytime. All right, let's get started. You ready? <laughs> let's do it. All right. Welcome back, Bob. <laughs> 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 7 <laughs>